United Methodist Church. My name is Tracy Beadle. I'm the senior pastor, and I'm so glad that you're all here to worship with us this morning. I'd like to invite all of you, those who are here in the room with us, and those of you who are joining us online, to sign in. There are registration pads at the end of each pew. If you would sign in and pass it to your neighbor so that they could sign in as well, that would be great. And for those of you who are worshiping with us online in either the live stream or the Facebook Live, you should see a link that says register. If you will click on that, register your attendance, and then come back and join, in, join us for worship. That would be great. As you all know, you've all read the memo, it looks like. We are back in stage four in Austin-Travis County, unfortunately. And so we are asking, per the guidelines here in Austin-Travis County, that all, all of us, regardless of vac vaccination status, wear masks while we gather and worship. Um, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you very much. Um, we have a lot going on in the life of the church. Most importantly, we are bowling this afternoon. I <laughs> Yay! Um, I and Megan are hosting bowling for the youth. The middle school and the high schoolers are all welcome and you are welcome to invite a friend. We are meeting at Highland Lanes at five o'clock. We have the lanes until seven, so stay as long as you can. We'll be providing shoe rental, bowling, and pizza. So it's all on us. Come on and don't make us bowl by ourselves. <laughs> and don't forget to bring your socks. Um, also, Vacation Bible School, Woohoo! It starts tomorrow, and uh, we have a lot of very excited and anxious kids and volunteers that will be showing up tomorrow morning, and we want to be ready for them. So there are two things. If you are volunteering for VBS this week, we will have a training session during the Sunday school hour. Where is that, Megan? In the gym. So if you are a volunteer for VBS, please join us in the gym directly after this worship service so that we can learn all the stuff we need to know to do a great job this week. And then also, immediately following the late service today, we will be setting up for VBS. And as we all know, many hands make light work. So if you're available and able to be here, it shouldn't take more than an hour, especially if we've got a good number of people here. So please show up. It should be fun. And then finally, our adult summer programming, which happens during the Sunday school hour also next door in the library, we are learning about a lesser-known book of the Bible today. Um, this week's book will be the book of Amos. So I'm inviting you to, to step over into the library, if you're not a VBS volunteer, to join the Adult Summer Sundays fun. Welcome to worship. Good morning, everybody. It's still so awesome we can uh, still gather in the sanctuary and worship God together. Uh, everybody, please rise if you're able. Those at home, watching on the interwebs, rise and sing with us. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see Beauty that make this heart adore you Hope of a life 
We are going to act like we're at VBS. <laughs> um, and so as we are called to worship this morning, when you respond with the words in yellow as they appear on the screen, we're also going to use some sign language. And Annika, my lovely assistant, is going to teach us how to do that. <laughs> so the Go ahead. Okay, so the first word is creation, and you take your two hands and place them into fists, and then close to your heart, you go back and forth, just kind of on top of each other, and that's creation. Perfect. And then the second word is around, and so you just stick your finger up into the air, and then you just kind of go around it with your hand. All right, let's see if we can put it all together. Because what we will be saying, what you will be responding is God's creation is all around us. Let's practice with the sign language. Okay. Okay. So God's creation is all around us. Y'all are good at that. I feel very clumsy. All right. So let us be called to worship. God created the earth and sky. God's, God's creation, creation is, is all, all around, around us. us. God created the rain 
that waters the earth and the plants and trees that grow delicious food. God's, God's creation, creation is, is all around us. God created the animals that crawl and run, the birds that fly in the ocean, creatures large and small. God's creation is all around us. God created you and me and all people on the earth. God's creation is all around us. Thank you, God, for this great, big, beautiful world. And all the people said, Amen. Amen. And as the creatures that God created us to be, we have been imbued with the peace of Christ. And I invite us now to share that same peace of Christ with one another, maybe from a little bit more of a distance. Uh, but let us say the peace of Christ. Peace of Christ be with you all. Good morning, and uh, if you're young at heart, and all the kids at home, it's children's time. Megan, you're in charge. Here we go. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got everybody here in his hands. He's got everybody here in his hands. He's got everybody here in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. Good morning. Thank you for being here today. I'm so glad that I am here with you worshiping. So today, we are talking about one of the creation stories. And I don't know if you know this, but there are two creation stories in the Bible. There's one, and then in Genesis 2, there's the second one. And the second one is the one that we're talking about today. And I personally love this one because it is the one where God gets his hands dirty in the creation of humans and the world. It says that God molds us in the dirt, just like clay. And I think that is just such a great image because it reminds me that God is right next to me in the thick of all of the things of life. The good, the bad, the joyful, the sad. God is right there getting dirty with life with me. How cool is that? Have you guys ever made anything? Yeah, right? And when you spend so much time and effort making something, how do you like, do you like it? You wanna take care of it, right? And that's what God wants also. God spent so much time spending 
putting effort into making the world and to making us and you and me and you and Joe Schmo over there. And God loves us so much. And that love will never, ever go away. I think that's the coolest part of this story. Will you guys pray with me? Dear God, thank you for making us. Thank you for loving us. Help us to show your love to our neighbors and the world. Amen. life with all of creation and hold me up God that I might lift you up amen here now a reading from Genesis on the day the Lord God made earth and sky before any wild plants appeared on the earth and before any field crops grew because the Lord God hadn't yet sent rain on the earth and there was still no human being to farm the fertile land Though a stream rose from the earth and watered all of the fertile land, on that day the Lord God formed the human from the topsoil of the fertile land and blew life's breath into their nostrils. The human came to life. The Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east and put there the human they had formed. In the fertile land, the Lord God grew every beautiful tree with edible fruit, and also grew the tree of life in the middle of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flows from Eden to water the garden, and from there it divides into four headwaters. The name of the first river is the Pishon. It flows around the entire land of Havilah where there is gold. That land's gold is pure, and the land also has sweet-smelling resins and gemstones. The name of the second river is the Gihon. It flows around the entire land of Cush. The name of the third river is the Tigris, flowing east of Assyria, and the name of the fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the human and settled them in the Garden of Eden to farm it and to take care of it. The Lord God commanded the human, eat your fill from all of the garden's trees, but don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, 
because on the day you eat from it, you will die. Then the Lord God said, it's not good that the human is alone. I will make them a helper that is perfect for them. So the Lord God formed from the fertile land all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky and brought them to the human to see what they would name them. The human gave each living being its name. The human named all the livestock, all the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. But a helper, perfect for them, was nowhere to be found. So the Lord God put the human into a deep and heavy sleep and took one of their ribs and closed up the flesh over it. With the rib taken from the human, the Lord God fashioned a woman and brought them to the human being. The human said, This one finally is bone from my bones and flesh from my flesh. They will be called a woman because from a man she was taken. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So my Bible titles this story, Another Account of Creation. Because it's not, as Megan pointed out, the only account of creation you're likely more familiar with the other account, the one that begins in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, and then it goes on to detail how God speaks creation into being over the course of six days until finally on the seventh day, God rests. This is the account that's most often read in worship. I realized, actually, as I was preparing to preach this sermon, that in the 11 years that I have been regularly preaching, I've never preached this text. The lectionary is a book that prescribes scripture readings for each Sunday of the year. There are three years called year A, year B, and year C. Yeah, catchy, right? Each year emphasizes one of the three synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then the Gospel of John is sort of sprinkled in throughout all of them. Each lection, each prescribed reading for each Sunday has at least four readings, one from the Psalms, one from the Old Testament or the Hebrew Scripture, one, more broadly speaking, from the New Testament, and then one specifically from the Gospel or from one of the Gospels. Additionally, there are uh, other readings occasionally sprinkled in or alternate readings. Today's scripture reading, it's not in the lectionary anywhere. There are a lot of theories around why there are two accounts of creation in the Bible. One prevalent theory, one that I learned in seminary, is that the two accounts represent two distinct sources the first account of creation is from what some scholars refer to as the priestly source. And stylistically, it's very different from the second account. The priestly source tends to concern itself primarily with priestly matters, things like ritual law and the origins of shrines and rituals, genealogies, um, the rules and rituals of worship, and the role of priests. Stylistically, also, priestly writings are more formal and they're more repetitive. Stylistically, they sound almost like a prayer or a liturgy, something that's meant to be read aloud, maybe in the context of worship. And the priestly source most often refers to God as Elohim, 
and understands God to be more transcendent in nature. Now the second, less familiar account of creation is from what those same scholars would call the Yahwist source. This is a much older and more primitive source, believed by some to predate the priestly source by as much as four or five hundred years. The Yahwist source commonly refers to God as Yahweh and understands God to be a whole lot more personal and intimate, and it emphasizes relationship with God. And in our story, specifically, it emphasizes a relational model of creation. Now, in this second account of creation, God doesn't hover over the dark and majestically speak creation into being. In this account, again, as Megan pointed out, God rolls up God's sleeves. God digs in, gets their hands dirty. God forms the human and later all all of the world's creatures out of the dirt, much like a potter. We have a potter in our congregation. And based on the things that I've seen her create, and in particular, our communion ware that she created over the past year, it is clear that at least this potter, and I would suspect most potters, pour their hearts into their creation. And it's a huge mess, as you can see as they, with singular focus, painstakingly shape this, this mound of clay into something beautiful. And then after forming the human with their very own hands, God, in a striking act of intimacy, shares God's very life with them by breathing into them. One Sunday at a church that I was at the church that I was appointed to before I was appointed here, one Sunday morning, a young woman, she had two young children, had a heart attack right in the middle of worship. She fell out in the floor in the back of the room. It was terrifying. Someone in the congregation called an ambulance. Her husband was an EMT, and we had a nurse in the congregation, and we had defibrillators, all the things. But her heart had stopped. She was not breathing. With her husband doing chest compressions, my husband, James, was breathing into her. He was performing mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Between the two of them, they kept her alive until the ambulance got there, and thank the good Lord Jesus, she survived, and she's healthy and well today. But now, when I think about God breathing life into us, I can't help but think of that experience. I can't help but think about how critical and how intimate and how steeped in love that act is. I still get just a little bit shaky (laughs) when I think about it. Then God goes on to create all the plants and the trees, the rivers of water to nourish all of it. And then God plants a garden. This garden is meant to be the beautiful and comfortable and sustaining home of humans and of all creation. And then God invites humanity into the creative process with God and asks them, to care for it. Consistent with the first account of creation, we humans, it seems, are 
created with a divine spark, and we are meant to participate in the divine plan. We are created as co-creators and caretakers of creation. We also have a, a lot of gardeners in this congregation. We have some master gardeners in this congregation. I had the honor and privilege of going to one of the local gardening club gatherings at Christmas time with Rosalie Cumbie, and I was surprised at how many of you I saw there at that gathering. Every now and then we have a groundskeeping day here at the church, and many of you come with your gardening gloves, your rakes, your shovels, your chainsaws, your leaf blowers, and we care for this place. We care for these gardens. Before the day is done, gardening gloves or not, we all have dirt under our fingernails and huge smiles on our faces. It is such a joy to care for God's creation, especially together. God in our story today quickly realizes that it is not good for the human to be alone. So God creates a partner, a companion. It requires a little bit of trial and error, apparently, even for God. But after creating all of Earth's wild creatures and birds, none of which turn out to be the ideal companion for the human, God creates a second human from the first by taking a rib out of their chest. And then the two, bound by flesh and bone, are thrilled to have one another, to share life and to care for all of creation together to care for all of God's great, big, beautiful world. This is the theme of our Vacation Bible School this week. All week long, children are going to learn about how God is our creator. And they're going to learn how precious they are to our creator God, the one who forms them personally and individually. They're going to learn how precious all of creation is, and they're going to learn how God has invited all of us into this creative endeavor together that we all have the awesome and sacred responsibility of co-creating and caring for creation together in community. My family has a group chat set up where we can text each other. And for the last two nights, one of the four of us, and two, two separate people on the two nights, has texted all of us with these two words, the moon. Apparently, it has been stunning the last couple of nights. And the two members of my family who were out and about and saw it, they didn't want us to miss it. They wanted to share this wonder with all of us. Creation is awesome, and it's miraculous, and it's meant to be cared for and shared with all of us. This may be the second and lesser known of the two creation stories, but it is absolutely not secondary. Both creation stories, though likely from two very different sources with two different literary styles and two time periods with two theological perspectives, written for different contexts and with a different purpose in mind, both of these accounts are preserved. At the very beginning of our scripture, these are the very first things we are to know about who God is, about who we are, and about 
how we are to be in relationship with God and with creation, with each other. I love that. I love that our scripture does this, that our sacred text understands that we can learn more through a variety of perspectives. And that those perspectives, while different, aren't necessarily contradictory, but together form a more complete picture. And that these different perspectives held in loving tension, they can spark the creative spirit that God has breathed into each and every one of us, a spirit that is absolutely essential as we continue to, to care for creation together. You know, by the time these two texts were sat alongside one another in Scripture, I imagine that the editors had experienced enough of life to know what all of us know, that creation faces a lot of challenges. I mean, there are so many problems, problems that need solutions. And these solutions will only be discovered, they will only be revealed to us when we are able to respectfully bring our many human perspectives together and more fully live into the co-creators and caretakers that God created us to be. When this happens, life will be a joy indeed. May it be so. Amen. Now we prepare to give as an act of worship and gratitude for all that God has given us. There are four ways that you can support the work of Westlake UMC through your financial gifts. If you're worshiping here in person, you can give in the offering plate at the conclusion of worship in the narthex on your way out. You can give at our website, westlake-umc.org. There you can make a one-time gift or you can set up scheduled giving online, which is very convenient. You can text Westlake UMC in all caps to 73256. You'll receive a message with a link to give. Just follow the steps, very simple. Or you can always mail your check to the church at any time that's convenient for you. Thank you for your generosity and faithfulness to support the ministry of Westlake UMC. We appreciate you.
universe declares your majesty. You are holy, holy, Lord of heaven and earth, Lord of heaven and Friends, let us offer our prayers to God as an expression of our love for one another, our neighbors, and the world. For those of you worshiping online, please feel free to offer any joys and concerns that you have in the chat or comment section. Let us pray. God, we celebrate the wedding anniversaries for Gerald and Sam Lifesty, for Deborah and Tony McDowell, and for Debbie and Roger Lopez. 
We celebrate the 82nd birthday of Balthazar Rodriguez, Javier's grandfather, as well as the birthdays of Kurt Davis, Tony McDowell, Jeff Cox, Rich Egan, and Michaela Beale, and more. And God, we offer you our concerns. You are the healer of our every ill, and you hear our cries for healing of body, mind, and spirit. We know that you are already at work among us, showing us the way to recovery from the toxicities and grief of our time. You understand the relational, spiritual, emotional, and financial needs that we are facing, and we know that you are with us. May your comfort and peace be felt, especially for those who grieve. And let us take the next few minutes of silence to offer up to God what weighs most heavily upon us. God, you are the creator who continues to create. You lovingly stitched each of us together. And because you made us, you know our hearts and our minds. Remind us that your love for us never ends. Help us to see the beauty in creation and teach us how to care for all of it. Amen. And now we pray with faith and conviction the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Well, God has created us to make a joyful noise, so let's all stand as you're able, both here and at home or wherever you may be watching, and sing our sending song. You know me when I call you. 
my ears, I love to hear you speak. You made my feet so I could return to you. You made my mind to recognize without you I'm so weak. From creation to creator, I acknowledge you as Lord. For without you I would have no life at all. Every breath I used to praise, drawn only as you have allowed. Designer of my heart, I love you so. Just wanted you to know. Just wanted you to know. As we go out this week, first, remember that if you are a VBS volunteer, we have training in the gym right after this service, and we will be setting up for VBS after the second service. We are all created by a wonderful, beautiful, creative genius that we call God. And we are called to be co-creators and caretakers of all of creation right alongside God, knowing that God is with us always. And we know that the love of God, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the communion of the Holy Spirit are with each and every one of us now and remains with us always. Amen. to know.